Down and down again. Oh. I got so high, left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I tried, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh. find her. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Monday. And uh, we kind of did a switch of route this week. If you guys are listening to this, I'm pretty sure you guys have, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard the Sunday show, which was really the Monday show, but I had, I, I drew a blank, and, um, like, I, I legit was thinking about it for, like, two months, and I had nothing for a match of the month, nothing for a comic of the month, it was more so match of the month, I was thinking about wrestling related stuff, and I had nothing, and I just, I don't know, just so many things have happened, and, uh, just been busy, and just took me out of my creative zone for a while, and, um, after I recorded the show lot yesterday, um, I usually record the show on Sundays. Now it's been, it's just, it's just been easier to record on Sundays and then I upload it for Monday, right? You have a schedule, it goes out, blah, blah. That's why sometimes you guys have those delays in shows because I miss a show. It's because I might put the wrong date on it, which I've done several times this year, which I've owned. Um, but I put it out there yesterday because I, I didn't want to miss uh, a Sunday show. I just don't want to miss any shows. And so, I still, after I recorded and dropped, I still didn't stop thinking about stuff. And then I was watching this YouTube channel that I watched from time to time. And even though I, um, they have a YouTube channel, it's called Always Nerdy. And this guy is a very, you can tell he's young, but like, he narrates stuff very well, and he explains stuff very well. So even like him going through like the Batman Arkham series, I know the stories of all those other games. But he narrates them so well, and then he also tells you about the Easter eggs that you may not have caught. And I thought about this for a second, because, like, uh, Gotham Knights is the first open-world game I've ever played and immersed myself in. And, like, it's the first time I've, like, trying, like I've gone my way, I see I see certain things, I've, that I've, I still haven't done everything, I'm not 100, I'm nowhere near 100% on it, I think more like at 70%. And, um, it's one of those things where... Like, even GTA, when I was huge into GTA, I did, I, I said this before when I did my Gotham Knights review, I just didn't have the patience at the time to understand your bang for your buck that you're getting, right? So, um, so I just, like, was listening, and I, and then he had this tribute, this small little tribute to Kevin Conroy on there, which we did one on our show as well. I said, you know what? Let's talk about the creation of Batman the Animated Series. And I know it's been said to death now because we just reached a 30-year mark and blah blah blah, or 20-year mark. What was it? The 30-year mark. Uh, but I don't know if I don't know if everybody's going to. And like, I remember vividly going to New York Comic Con, being invited, and going to that panel because I won, um, like a panel. Uh, I wanted to a free something, and I went to the panel. And I saw, I think Mark Hamill was there. No, no, Mark Hamill wasn't there. Kevin Conroy was there. Tyler Strong was there. Like, a lot of the big names. The only person that wasn't there was Mark Hamill. And so, um, what happened was, I won something, whatever, and it was actually a, a discount off the 30-year the anniversary of Batman the Animated Series. So, anyways, I ended up getting a DVD. And I, don't know, and I think retail is like 150 bucks or something like that. Maybe more. 
And I don't know if you guys have watched it or not, or if you guys have seen it. If you haven't, cool. Um, I figured we'll just start by telling the, the quick story of how uh, Batman the Animated Series even came about. So, and and and, and this is the way we contribute Kevin Cobb, because we're never going to have a voice actor like him again with only one character. Like, I know we have Kratos, and we know we have, but like, Kevin Conroy, for all the live action Batmans we've had, we've had, what, seven or eight now? That none of them are associated more with the character than Kevin Conroy, and he only played him in live action once, and it was a, a terrible depiction at best. You know, but it was a CW depiction, so I'm not mad about it. But think about this: he went all those years, and he finally. And think about this: before he passes, a couple of years before he passes, he gets to play the character. That's just wow. Uh, life is so funny. Um, but yeah, essentially. Uh, Bruce Tim, the guy's name who I forgot when I was in the tribute, he was in a meeting and uh, things were being pitched at WB and they said, hey, we want to do a Batman. And so Bruce Tim uh, went back to his uh, his booth and his studio or whatever, or his, uh, his cubicle, that's what I'm going to say, excuse me, and um, starts drawing these scenes. And he starts just talking to his next door neighbor or his you know cubicle neighbor was like, hey what do you think about this what do you think about this and like that's kind of cool where are you going with these and i don't know just thinking about batman and he was thinking about good taking batman back to the essence of what batman was and so um he ends up you know drawing this noir-ish city and um next thing you know he is just like Pitching, doing this pitch, and him and Paul Dini got together, and they're pitching something that would start the, essentially, a legendary run of cartoons that will never ever be fucking matched. Like what the MCU is doing, whenever this ride ends, if it ends, whenever it ends, yeah. excuse me, it will never be matched by any movie studio ever. It's already made the most money any movie studio has ever made. Um, and what. Bruce Tim and Paul Dini started with WB. Obviously, uh, it's it just won't be matched. And the the advantage they had over over places like Fox was WB believed in this project. Like I've, I told you, I told parts of this story before. But for me, X Men Animated Series will always be my favorite. I love the ensemble cast and how uh, we got a taste of everybody. Like we that we didn't just get vanilla. We got vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, cookies and cream. We got, you know, mint chocolate chip. We got everything. So for as much as you might have gotten a Wolverine, you were like, hey, where's Beast at? Oh, cool, Beast is here now. And you got these standalone stories that were still part of everything. The problem was Fox, one, they were trying to be cheap on it, and animation is not cheap. And two, the, the stories were out of order, you know? So, like, you never knew where the bleep you were on the story. You know, so anyways, he started putting this, this, this whole world together and they started pitching this to WB and uh, WB thought it was way too dark for kids in the morning time. And they didn't. Most executives will never understand the little guy. They can't. They're executives. It's kind of like when you're working at a job, right? And I told I told, I told, I told my boss one time, I said, uh, we're talking and he's like, well, this, here's how things go. I said, no, it's not, dude. Like, this is what's going on around you. So like, no, it's not. I have the pulse of my of my company. No, you don't. If you did, you wouldn't be having this conversation with me. 
because the situation now, I'm not telling the story. I think it's kind of funny, actually. So essentially, he thought I was leaving early, going home early. The thing he didn't realize was we had picked up. Uh, and technically, I was going home early, but I was coming in early. So essentially, my schedule was from 5 to 1. And so essentially what happened was we were, business had picked up a lot. And when I came in, I used to, I was used to coming in and, all right, cool, I can knock out, knock out paperwork in like 5, 10 minutes. It got to the point where I was knocking out paperwork to like 5, uh, 20, 5, 30, maybe even 5, 45, which was holding up the rest of things we had to do and get people out there and about. So I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to come in at 4. Just to be safe in case, like, if we slow down, I'll come my, I'll come in at five. We never slowed down while I was still there. So I got there at four and it took me all that entire hour to do all the paperwork we needed, right? So now I would leave at 12. I'm not working nine hours. F that. I'm working eight hours. My eight hours go home. So <clears throat> I guess one day came in around 12 Thursday. Hey, where, where's uh, Ryan at? And they're like, oh, he, he's home for the day. You know, he, he leaves early, you know. And the coworker was not trying to snitch me out they were just saying how no like he leaves like but I, but they thought that he knew my schedule i just changed my schedule just to, because i got tired of my direct boss always coming in bitching and moaning blah 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 about the same shit so i was just kind of like all right cool let me just whatever come figure and it was no more issues so i told him what i was doing he's like oh he's like, i didn't know that so yeah because you don't have the pulse of your company you're you're an executive. You you only deal with numbers, and what and what you think those numbers say. So these guys at WB were like used to focus groups and things like that, and they're like, well, you know, uh, the second Batman movie flopped because it was too dark, and it's like, and that could be true, right? But here's my thing: think about every movie that is a affiliated with comic books. Now, the Batman of 2022 is a dark ass film. I guarantee you they still sold a bunch of fucking action figures. You know, at the time it was, it it was, it it shouldn't have, if you think about how things have changed now with toy stores no longer existing, I think the only Toys R Us we have now is in Canada. I think, because there's no more Toys R Us in the United States. I believe, I heard something about a reboot coming up and, and how they're going to revamp it. I have not heard anything else since 2021, early 2021 about that. But think about this. In the early 90s, 80s, you had KB Toys. You had a plethora of mom-and-pop toy stores. You had Toys R Us, which was the uh, mega, the mecca of toy stores. And so it's funny how now toy stores do not exist in this country, in the United States of America. You have to go to Target. You have to go to a comic book shop. You have to go to different places where, if you think about this, and I've said this before in the comic books, on, on this show, I love comic book stores. I try to support them as much as I can. The trouble with comic book stores is they 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 put everything up and they get everything late usually, or the comic book stores that get things early they hike up the price. So if it's twenty two ninety nine like like most figures are right now, right? You're paying twenty nine. If it's twenty two ninety nine in store in Target and retail, it's twenty nine ninety nine. It's thirty four ninety nine in there. So you have to make a conscious investment to do that, knowing you're paying more. But you're supporting your local comic book store. That's the benefit of that, right? But think about the options are way less now. Really, online is the best place to go for all this stuff. So the options are less and the complaints are less. But in the early 90s, that's what controlled the market. Secret Wars is well known for the event was only known to push 
action figures. They did a 12 part series of a fucking comic book to push action figures. By the way, I saw like the Secret Wars, like the setup for it and everything in store. I believe that's just like 800 bucks now. So imagine how much it is. And it's in box. And, I, and you can say the box is not mint, but and it's, the stuff is still inside. So you can say, <clears throat> probably say it's probably still mint, you know? <clears throat> Excuse me. And so um, it's one of those situations where the dynamic has changed, but they didn't know if they were going to go the dark ride. They just weren't sure about it. And so they did a couple episodes. And the first episode has Joker in it, it's a Christmas based episode and everything like that. And, um,. I think it was like episode five. I can't remember the name of it. Matter of fact, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll just say, I think it was episode five. I'm pretty sure it was episode five where they were like, holy crap, we have something here. We need to keep, we need to move forward. We have something here. And to their credit, they didn't push back and say, well, we have something that we're going to No, we have some, fuck it, keep it going. You know, let's, let's push, let's knock these mother bleepers out, you know? And so... Um, that's change. You guys keep hearing if you guys hearing that change. Sorry. And so, um, that was to me the key. They went with it. Fox had something in the X-Men. They didn't know how to go with it because they're trying to cut corners and be cheap. That's why Batman the Animated Series won Emmys. That's why Batman the Animated Series had the production it had. Because they, they said, you know what? We have something here. Let's go with it. And so it's the spinoffs. The Zeta Project, the, un, the, for, the forgotten spinoff, the Batman Beyond, uh, Justice League, Superman, The Flash, like all these things were spinoffs of Batman the AMA series. All came with their own critical acclaim. But the reason why Batman the AMA series hit so hard is because of what they were able to do. Like the Great Ghost episode. Let's highlight that before we get out of here. Having the Great Ghost be the character that Batman Bruce Wayne idolized is coming up was just a way of putting. Batman in the fan shoes of us idolizing him. But while you have the original, I think he, he was the original on screen, air quotes, no air quotes, excuse me, no air quotes, uh, Batman, Adam West doing the voiceover for Grey, for the Grey Ghost. It's these little nods and things where you have, and I know it's a fun fact to say that uh, Renee Montoya was created for, but she wasn't. She was actually, she was actually fun fact here. She was in three issues of uh, Batman before she was ever in the show. So she was created before the show. Harley Quinn was created strictly for the show. So that's the one they can credit themselves. But they did popularize Renee Montoya, but they did not create Montoya. You know, um, <clears throat> but just the things they were able to do. The characters they were they were able to use the most famous episode I think the one that people universally talk about is the episode of Almost Got Him, where you legit have all of criminals surrounded by his poker table talking about the times they almost got Batman. Meanwhile, Batman's listening the entire time. That's probably the most popular episode that people like really cling to when they say, "Hey, you need to check this out." But I would check out Joker's Favor. Seeing how Joker, and this goes to something I was talking to someone about earlier today, or earlier this week, about power. And how power is a funny thing, because you don't know when you lose it, and sometimes you don't know when you have it. But when you have it, and it's your only weapon, you have no weapon. Because once you lose the power, you have nothing. And so, um, Joker has this favor over this, this, this civilian. And finally, the guy just loses it and says, F it. And he goes off on the Joker and has Joker scared because he got Joker never saw it coming. 
You know, I think Joker's Favor is, is another one. Robin's Reckoning is another one. It's a two-part one. Um, but yeah, this was... Obviously, the show's special. Obviously, Mark Hamill will forever be... I had no clue who Mark Hamill was because I'd never seen Star Wars. I didn't know who he was until I heard his Joker. So to me, he's more associated with Joker than the Star Wars because I never watched... The, I've never seen the second of Star Wars. So, um, yeah, pretty fucking cool. But yeah, I just wanted to take time to actually give a comic of the month or a show of the month. I guess I'll do it that way. And it just, it's just reversed. But, uh, hope you guys enjoy. Hope you guys have a great week. Hope you guys, um, stay blessed. Talk to you guys on Wednesday. I am the Slow Chemical and we are out.